bored as fuck over there. He's just sitting there like this. <laughs> Are we going to clap? He's not ready. Just got to make sure the fart board's going. Can you what just put a fart in case? Okay. All right. I wish instead of clapping, we could all fart at the same time. <laughs> That'd be our cue. Boy, that would truly be a skill. We'd get in Guinness Book of World's records. Longest podcast to consec- to sync up farts for consecutive podcast episodes. Synchronized farting. Synchronized farting. Wow. That should be in the Olympics. Or at least a Broadway show. The Blue Man Group or whomever gets to do what's the uh, musical? It's like Stomp or something. You know, they like yeah. use like this. Trash can lids. Yeah, they're like, oh, you see trash? Well, I see a hit Broadway play. <laughs> see a musical instrument. Uh, oh, you want to make pancakes with smiley faces on your stove? I see Hakuna Matata <laughs> live on Broadway. What a wonderful day. You got a nice, fresh white tea on. Nice, crisp white tea. Crisp. It's fucking crisp. Like the sound coming through my ears that Randall R. Cash provided. Crisp. Some would be grateful to Jesus H. Christ for Randy, the sound on their podcast. Randy's really stressing, stressing, stressing. stressing out about everything. When I got here, he was underneath the table just... Fiddling, fiddling, fiddling and fat. He had a hammer just hitting a hammer for no reason. When I got here, he was under the table furiously jerking <laughs> off. Just sitting there jerking off. I think when people say jack off instead of jerk off, jerk off seems more adult. Like when someone says like, yeah, jacking off. It sounds like a younger, you know, like a like middle schooler. What would the age cap be for jacking off? I mean... Honestly, probably if you're still saying it at 18, like you need to move out of your parents' house and get a job. I think jack off is like 17 max. I think it's kind of like how I had trouble calling people hot. You know, like I was like, that person's hot, hot, hot. It's like it didn't feel right for me. You know, I feel like that's how boys probably are or people with penises are with like saying jerk off like, yeah, jerked off last night and watched a Pamela Anderson flick. (laughs) And instead, guys are like, yeah, we jacked off in a circle. Me and my me and my homies. We jacked off in a freaking circle. We ate snacks provided by Dave's mom. And then we jacked off in a freaking circle. Oh, my God. That sounds tremendous. And Christy was there, too. She jacked off in the circle. She's 18, so she jerked off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should clarify. She was actually jerking off. (laughs) Kids, what are you doing? We're jerking off. I'm sorry, what? You mean you're jacking off, pushes her son down the stairs. You're only 16. Oh, boy. I never thought about it. Yeah, I think the cutoff is definitely, like you say jack off, 
I don't remember, you know, Rafe every day when I came home, come home, you know, from various activities. Because I'm the COVID liaison in the family. (laughs) (laughs) Does that make sense? I'll be like, can you go to the fucking grocery store? He's like, oh, you're kind of like our COVID person. (laughs) And he is right, you know. He's been quarantined. He's legitimately barely been out. And I'm the I'm the person. It's like I'm out. I'm working. I'm saying hello, waving to COVID every day, hugging people, hugging people. Yeah, I just hug anybody I see and let them know. Like, listen, we got to get herd immunity. So I just start hugging people that didn't ask me to, because I'm trying to do the right thing for my family. <laughs> I gave someone um, somebody was asking for money the other day at the gas station, and I gave him some money and. And he, then I hugged him. He he looked like he was going to hug me, but then he gave me like an elbow. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah. I loved it. Every second of it. I give this guy on King's Highway on the um, highway ramp or whatever, like I'll give him various things that are in my purse. I'll be like, do you want some hand sanitizer? And he's like, yes, please. And he'll take it. And I'm like, all right, do you want a mask? Like, and then some days I'm like, I got a couple bucks because I like I don't carry cash a lot anymore. I went there, into the ATM and got it because he was going to sell me a shirt. Oh, and, and you I were go, like, no, thanks. I don't need your, that obituary shirt. I go, sir, <laughs> there, you do not have a shirt that's going to fit me. And he ah! opened it up. It was the 3X and it was big as hell. I'm like, that is a shirt for me. And it was going to fit. And I went inside and got money. I got 20 bucks. And I go, you know what? Just keep the shirt. Sell the shirt to somebody else. And here's 20 bucks. You yeah. were like, hey. You got any small children's socks? Because I need compression socks. <laughs> fucking compression is oh, ruining that's my life. Fucking hilarious. I thought I was going to get over on him. Like, sure, you ain't got a shirt to fit me. Yeah. And he was like, unwrapped it. I was like, God damn. He's like, check it out, you big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. He's like, oh, I fucking got you. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my God. Now I have to give you money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I've never bought, like, an item from someone that was selling it on the street. Actually, that's not true. I did go to, like, a T-shirt stand when the Royals won the World Series. (laughs) Did they have both options, the winner and the loser shirts? Yeah, and I punched a guy in the face that had all those, and I took him and went, (laughs) threw him right off the table, and then I... I pissed on it like Calvin, like angry Calvin on, Did you look on a truck. Your shoulder yeah, like I looked behind my shirt and I was like, check it out, my wee wee so my wee wee so small, I jack off. Did you pee did you have the pee stream going to a thing that says like Iraq or that oh, was the one that was popular in the nineties? I had the pee stream going on top of a uh Times New Roman font ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Your your font knowledge is i view your font knowledge like you view my bird knowledge i think you know uh last week was national well i don't know if it was a week or a day it was like national black bird watchers day i because i listen to npr probably at least three days a week in the morning and when i'm going to work 1a plays which is the show that took the place of the diane ream show (laughs) And uh, it's a great show. 1A stands for the First Amendment, so they talk about whatever the fuck on there. It's pretty great. <clears throat> but they were ta- they've were they been talking about bird watching a lot lately. 
And I think of you every single time. Love it. Because it's just been, I mean, so many facts, so many. I like the way that people are talking about it, too, because it's like they view bird watching how I view like going to the river or going on a hike or, you know, whitewater rafting with a helmet on. Um, you know, like it's like a relaxing thing that's supposed to be good right. for your mental health. I saw a, um, I had a woodpecker in my yard the other day. I saw a woodpecker in my dreams. I saw a woodpecker and I was like, hey, look at that woodpecker. And then there. I just started jacking off. <laughs> I was jerking off. Mm. You're an adult. I put a bird, a bird watering thing out there. So hopefully that's attracting some birds to my yard. So, um, you know, I'm curious because of these cats on NPR, there was, it was Black Bird Watchers Day. So there was people, like, people will leave messages for NPR and stuff like that about, like, what bird watching does for them, what they like about it. And then I think, I think, here's what I think, Libby. I think there's a lot of people that are confused and think, like, oh, my God, I have to be an expert like Libby and know all of their songs <laughs> And know everything great that they do to enjoy a bird and what they really do. I think a lot of people don't think about it. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people see a bird and they're like, ah, fucking sparrow. <laughs> the fuck out of the street. And they don't take the time to understand how truly amazing they are. So, you know, why don't you just share a couple of things that make you what what really draw you to bird watching? How long have you been a bird watcher? Oh, I've been a bird watcher since I was a teenager. Okay, so you were jacking off and <laughs> watching birds. I, I got hooked, and I think I talked about this, but I got hooked by listening to a audio cassette that was put out by the Missouri Department of Conservation. Oh, that's, and it was just birds, or what, what, what do we have on this Miss, cassette? It was Missouri bird calls, so they'd have sections they had like grasslands mm. and in the grasslands you'd hear i don't know um i'm blanking on the names of of grassland birds but birds that are mainly you don't on have the to ground. be an expert i mean and I, I okay and i would and they would do like missouri warbler and then they do the sound i don't know what the sound is <laughs> okay and then they do like uh wooded area birds and uh city birds so i became addicted to identifying bird sounds and birds okay so had your ocd been diagnosed at this point oh never do you think you had ocd when you were that young oh yeah you do i'm just wondering yeah, yeah. i'm just trying to figure out I, because i so as we all know my family is a nice you know my family is a science-based family we we don't believe in god we uh, believe in the Big Bang. Watch. Uh, we watch Sorry Live. Live. We watch Sorry Live. Sorry Live. <laughs> <laughs> we watch Safari Live. And, um, you know, we watch a lot of documentaries in my home. And, and animals are very fascinating or whatever. I love that I'm talking like I live with my parents still. <laughs> um, but, no, I, uh, I think that I, I love animal documentaries. And I love learning about animals. And I think that there's something... Every I think what's really cool about them, birds, wolves, tigers, whatever, is that humans, like, we think we're so much smarter than them. It's like, man, this fucking stupid bird begging for breadcrumbs. And I know I always do a blue-collar guy when I'm 
talking about stupid people. So let's do somebody a little older, you know. Some lady will be like, you know, I just don't get tigers. You just don't get it. I don't, I mean, like, I just, you know, it's just like, what do they do? <laughs> so I think a lot of people just think that they're very smart, much smarter than them. But I'm like, bruh, these birds are traveling hundreds of thousands of miles. There are birds that travel from the, what is it called? Like the Ensimen Islands or something in the Arctic. Oh, man. And they travel from there all the way to fucking Florida. That is so, well, okay, I'm sorry. They would probably go <laughs> like that. No, it would be north to south. Ugh. And geese, when they fly in that formation. On, I, I'm a, I danced competitively for years, okay? You could not, you could do everything in your power to be like, get in a V. Get in a V. It's a V. It's a V. Cassidy, over, come on, <laughs> over here, you know, and you're, and everyone's trying to get nine humans in a solid V. <laughs> Can't do it. These birds do it in synchronicity. And you you know why they do it? Why? Uh, the the leader is taking on the most uh, drag or whatever, air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they'll when that front guy gets tired, they'll switch out. It's to make the flying easier for everybody. That's so nice. Yes. So he'll fall back and then somebody else will go up and lead for a while. Yeah, because it's a fucking community. They're like, hey. We can't do this on our own. Let's band together and make it easier. They're like, ugh, fuck. Grandma's hip broke, so we'll just, <laughs> let's just keep her in the middle. I'm sure, like, the older people, they they keep them in the middle, you know? <laughs> they're like, yep, it's the elderly corner. The geese that are smokers. <laughs> yeah. They need extra help. Yeah, they're like, oh, shit, put Tammy in the middle. <laughs> She doesn't breathe as good as she used to. <laughs> She's flying from the Arctic down to the down to Florida with like a cigarette in her mouth. <laughs> She's just like, get over here. Get back. Tammy, put your damn cigarette out. We're flying. Lay down. She flicks her cigarette and it hits the bird in the back in the eye. He's like, woo. Tammy, what was that? Did your cigarette? She's like, I quit smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Have you seen those, uh, I think they're starlings that um, fly in those big, like, just like mobs. No. (sighs) Can we play one, Randy? Can we play a video of a starling flying? Starling mob? I forget what they call it. Wow. I wonder if that's how they named Sterling. Oh, there they are right there. That big thing at the. Whoa. That looks like a mermation. fucking plague. Mermation. It's called a mermation. They're just flying these big old things. To get okay. You. Listen up, little starlings. Starlings Private are bullies. Starlings. What? Starlings are bullies of the bird world. We're gonna try to spook everybody down under us, so everybody just start flying. We're all gonna take a hit of this meth right now. Yeah, I have seen this before. Yeah, it's scary. It looks like a fucking plague. 
It looks like that's what happens in The Mummy with Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz right before the world falls apart. Didn't see that one. Okay. Surprising. That's so so you were really into birds. I got really into mummies when I was younger. When, and HIV. When, I've told you that though that I went through like a phase with HIV where I was just learning everything and correcting everybody. Didn't I tell you that? I don't think so. We'll get to it. I, when did your obsession with fonts start? Was it early on, like in the AOL days? On uh, what were those GeoCity sites where you could use different? <laughs> you could use different. Um, I glitter effects. Listen, I know that people are roasting me. I had somebody tweet and be like, "Wow, Tina's really obsessed with fonts," and you're right, I am. But I think that fonts show there. It's like. They show your your taste. They show where you're really at. If you're a juvenile, it's like if somebody was to get the numbers on their house done in, you know, 4792 in Comic Sans font, I'd punch you. I'd come up to your front door, even if I didn't know you, and I'd kick your door in. You know what I mean? If you've got fonts inside your home that say, live, laugh, love. I, and it's in Comic Sans. That's a whole nother level. I think it's also, um, what's it called? Um, <laughs> Is Comic Sans a professional font? <laughs> somebody asked. I think it's a class thing, too. You think so? You yeah. think I'm discriminating? No, I just think it's kind of like tattoos. Like I have. Yes. Like you, certain people pick certain tattoos and it's very telling sure me you can tell oh that's the trashy gal she doesn't care about her body sure she has fucked a lot of guys she probably never saw after the first time mm-hmm. she's probably had bacterial vaginosis several times in her life yeah i mean you're you're looking at some of your tattoos and you're like she was a lizard lot or a lot <laughs> lizard <laughs> No, she wasn't just a li- lot. She was the whole lot. She was the whole, the whole parking lot. I'm the she madam. ran that place. She was jerking dudes <laughs> off on her left, jerking dudes off on the right, fucking eating a pussy in the front, <laughs> and giving somebody a foot job in the back. And then somebody had the bee hole. Yep. And somebody was sucking on her bee hole all while she did that. Sure. I mean, you know, somebody could look at the tattoo that I have. On my butt, you know, my patriotic, you know, we'll just show it. Do you think that the font would be... Somebody might... Oh. That was a bad joke. What font would you use to describe your tattoos? Well... That dripping, dripping like metal one, like, oh, this is cool. Uh, Probably the Harry Potter font. <laughs> No, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I get, I think the tat, the font that I would just use to describe my tattoos. Oh boy. Is, uh, it'd probably be some kind of like type or serif font for my back tattoo, the tree with the poppies and all that stuff. And then the Kansas City Chiefs tattoo is honestly, not too far off from Comic Sans. 
unfortunately. What if you were to describe your personality in a font, what would it be? You know, man, that's tough. Because part of me wants to say impact. Ooh, but impact is pretty straightforward, isn't it? It it is pretty straightforward. It is also a little trashy, but it also gets the job done sometimes. You know, I think impact would be a good one. I don't know. Let's let's just let me get my phone out. Look at some fonts here to see. Yeah. Oh, definitely not Modak. There it is. Okay. Randy, what do you think your font would be? Impact is very thick. I don't really know fonts. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Something calligraphy, maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's too fancy for me. Uh, I mean, Georgia's always an okay one, you know. I'm just looking at classic fonts. 25 classic fonts that will last a whole design career. This article (laughs) was from 2009, so it's reputable. All right. Helvetica, no. Boring. Bodoni, boring. Clarendon. I mean, this is, there's a lot of fonts on here that just suck. Garamond. Garamond's what you write when somebody died. You know, look at it. Yeah. Garamond is like, it's a serif font, so it's kind of, you know, it's got the, the serifs have like the edges, the little wings on. So look, here's two serif fonts. That's one. It's got the little wings. Okay. You see what I'm talking about? It's very professional. It's Well, it's professional, but it's also, you know, if you're writing a sympathy letter to somebody, hey, I'm sorry that your dog died. You're not going to write it in Comic Sans. You got <laughs> to read the fucking room. If you're divorcing somebody, you know, if you are divorcing somebody and you write it in Comic Sans, I mean. Just put on a clown hat. That's essentially what happened to you. You know, you and your husband figured out you were done and you (laughs) wrote him a letter in Comic Sans to say goodbye. You were like, I'm good. I like Montserrat. Oh, here's Vag Rounded. That might be your kind of font. I don't like rounded fonts. You don't? Well, there's some, you know why the rounded fonts have a very childish kind of jack off feel to them. You know, it's like what you would see in a classroom when a kid's learning how to spell their name and they use the rounded bulletin board, you know, the cutout. (laughs) Right. What somebody writes on a bulletin board like. Like we are all shining stars. Yeah. They have a star with each kid's name on it. It's the cunt corner, you know. (laughs) The cunt corner. All right. I'm trying to find some uh, classic fonts. I'm looking here on my photo program. These aren't classic. Don't even fucking give me that. Southampton, you think that's a classic font? Suck your cock. (laughs) (laughs) I like ones that have the A that's like this. Just a regular A without the thing over it. You don't want the top? And I think that's because I choose that for kids when I'm making stuff for the kids because we write. We don't write with that little thing on top. So I like to choose the A, how we write it. Okay. 
I mean, I think that, and then this is another thing. There are a lot of really fun new fonts online that people create in their own home, you know? Or at work. They could be also be at the library using their computers creating them. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm just thinking that it's all like hackers and nerds are like, <laughs> yeah, I want to create a new font and not get recognized for it. I like a Futura medium. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've seen some really nice ones. I tend to, I, here's what I think I want. I think I want to be a serif font, but in reality, I'm probably a rounded font. Like my, my, I mean, look at this crisp fucking Sarah. That is high class. That is, that's too, that to me says you're about to enter a business zone. You look at, (laughs) you look at Manhattan, a high class serif, and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm about to get served with papers (laughs) saying my family's leaving me. We're about to talk my will and testament. But before they did that, they uh, bought me a nice parting gift. It's in a very (laughs) expensive scarf and the font. Look at that font, Randy. Manhattan, that very first one. That is class. That means you're about to get fucked over and your husband (laughs) or your wife has been cheating on you. I want... There, you know, there have been times that I have wanted to be like that. You know, where I, I wish I had that part of me. But I just don't really have it in me. They use their words very choicely. You know, the people that use Manhattan Manhattan font. They're like. Manhattan. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip because I want to be like them so bad. They use their words very choicely. And they're like, hello, are you uh, Tina Dieball? And I'm like, ah, it's actually D-Ball. It's D-Ball. It's D-Ball. I'm Tina D-Ball. Christina's my real name. Is that what you want me to say? And they're like. Yes, you have been served. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Now, I would walk into somewhere trying to be a Manhattan font, and I would be like, hello, are you Libby Higgins? And then I would be like, are you Mrs. Libby Higgins? And you're like, dude, you're doing a fucking accent. I'd be like, listen up, cunt. Here's the deal. You're getting served and you're done. That would be, that would be like, that would be the font that has the, the swirlies. You can kiss your modular home goodbye. (laughs) My modular home? The font that has the swirlies, what do you mean? It's just over-embellished, like girly, girly font or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the uh, calligraphy style shit. Girly. I do like the girly font. You do? I do. Really? I like it for... Sometimes I can't read them, and I'm like, what? That's why I don't ever use it, but I like it because it looks like kind of like handwriting to me, and I like handwriting fonts. Helvetica is a, you know what Helvetica is? It's a font that's just like Ikea. Like, it's like we use the same font all across the board for all of our shit. So I think Ikea, no question. I think Ikea actually uses something closer to Tahoma. Look at that, though. That's nice and crisp. I like those. It's cr- That one's crisp, but it's too thin. Yeah. 
You want something a little thicker so you can really get your hands on it. Well, I choose different fonts depending on what I'm doing. For the thumbnails on on YouTube, I use a thicker, bigger, uglier font just so that people can see it. Sure. But I wouldn't normally use those in a, in a I wouldn't use it on a letter that I'm writing to a loved one. No. Uh, what do you use in, in a, I mean, see, that's why it's so tough. Oh, wait, what about this? This one's called Avant-Garde. That one looks cool. Like it's in a magazine and about to oh. write like seven ways to please your clit. Wow. <laughs> and I then like it. 10 styles that you can wear this fall. Look at that. What isn't, do you think? Isn't there Avant-Garde. one called Bumbo? I like gothic fonts. I definitely do like that. Very avant-garde. Mm, God, that's so avant-garde. Oh, my pussy just <laughs> fell out. Bumble? Yeah, you got to That's what I think I like about fonts is that you got to really, you got to read the room. You know what I'm saying? You can't use wingdings to write a letter <laughs> to, you know, your uncle that lives in France. <laughs> You can't use wingdings to tell somebody, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> you do that, what about the big they're going to be like, is this a fucking ransom note? What about the one that, that looks like uh, it's uh, looks like lights on a, on a marquee? Okay. Kind of. Yeah. Funeral program fonts. Yeah, what do they use? Good font for Helvetica. Verdana, Verdana is, no, you can't use Verdana at a funeral. You fucking kidding me? Copperplate Gothic. I think everyone. That's, that's Verdana. You going to tell me you're using Verdana? No, at you're a not. Funeral? You're doing that. That's somebody that is doing a DIY funeral and there's driftwood <laughs> and there's barnwood and things that say float into the sky, David. And you there's know? people wearing, uh. Blinged out slacks, jeans. <laughs> slacks and uh, sweaters. Oh, man. Like I, a Kmart sweater. Classic. Or a short sleeve white button up without a tie. <laughs> that hurts my feelings. <laughs> my dad went through a phase of wearing those kind of button up shirts. Those are my people. Those are people that I grew up with. Those I, That was their out there. Wedding outfit and funeral. The kind of outfits that I'm thinking, like, uh, are, you know, people that show up to a funeral and it's like they're wearing, uh, they've got their hair curled, but it looks wet still. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And yeah. they've got, like, slacks on that are too long and they're dragging on the ground. They're like bell-bottom slacks <laughs> for the women. And then they're wearing, like... A V-neck that's got crosses and, like, uh, little fake rhinestones and, like, half of them have fallen off in the wash. And the guys are wearing black tennis shoes. Dude, I fucking, black tennis shoes also hurt my feelings. (laughs) What did he search? What not to wear to a funeral? I think that I've been trying so hard to be a Manhattan font at times, and I kind of have to check. I put everything that I do through a Manhattan lens. You know, if I'm going to a funeral, it's like you can wear a Coles dress, but you got to make sure it was like the one Coles dress left that nobody else bought. You know what I'm saying? That it's like you just found it, and it happened to look almost like you found it at Nordstrom or almost like... (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? 
there's certain shirts that you buy sometimes and you're just like, yikes. Well, there's a difference between, oh, there's a classic, a classic guys right there. There's a difference between Oy. wake outfits and funeral outfits. I don't go to as many funerals as I have wakes. So what are you wearing to a wake? Are you wearing something a little more positive? Usually to awake, it's after work, so I'm wearing my work clothes, and I will always apologize. Oh, I just came from work. I don't care. It's not about me. Uh, usually it's like uh, some dumb pants and a dumb shirt. You go up and, like, kiss the uh, person in the casket, <laughs> and they're like, can you not do that? <laughs> like, you're wearing your work clothes. Pay the man some fucking respect. And you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll be right back. And you change into just like a robe. <laughs> the robe that I bought from Depop. That thing's nice. Holy shit. Changed my life. Yeah. I, um. um wow. Randy just gets up from command center and leaves. Command center. Oh, he's got center. something good. What's he got? Oh, he's got a, his burner cell he's got phone. He's for phone. All the, all the, his whole phone. It's my naughty boy phone. <laughs> Got a good boy phone recording, and this is my naughty boy phone. Uh-oh. Naughty boy. Naughty boy. Sounds like something is a brewing in his pants. Thinking about his pants. And it's a big old piece of shit. <laughs> it's my naughty boy phone. He's texting all of his gals. Wow. Hey, I, gals. The fact that he's turning on his phone, like, that shows a sign of respect. That's the kind of man you want at a funeral. <laughs> You know what I mean? And he turns his phone on mid-funeral, and it starts making fucking noises, and he can't figure out how to turn it off. He's looking. It's a Catholic funeral. You know, it's so long. It's an hour and a half long. And will raise you up on eagle's wings. The next, is that uh, what they play at a Catholic funeral? Yes. So, I have been to one Catholic funeral in my life. Don't remember it. Um and I don't mean, I don't remember the funeral. Uh, I, I remember bits and pieces, but Uh-oh. there were uh, some parts in it that I was just like, this is so long. And so many people were singing along with everything. And it made me like mad because I was like, I want to sing, you know, but I wasn't raised like these cats. So I'm over there while they're singing Eagle's Wings. I don't even remember it. And I'm like in my head, like, hey, no. You're an all-star. You know, I'm singing. And there's also... I'm in the corner like, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life, I realize... And everyone's like, ma'am, calm down. I'm like standing on my pew, pulled my pants down, spread my asshole for the God to see. Hey, you don't have to... God can see it already. Well, good. I hope he's getting a good look right now because... He knows what it looks like. Stinky. He created it. Yeah. He put that magic touch on it with a little paintbrush and was like, oh, she's done. He was like, I want it to have a nice little purple hue on the right and a pink hue on the left. And I want it to rip. (laughs) Make hers rip a lot. Does he tell somebody else? Yeah. So he just sits back in his throne and tells somebody else. 100%. So he's getting credit. While people work the assembly line. It's like Jeff Bezos. Everyone's like, Jeff Bezos is so amazing. What an amazing guy. He started this wonderful company. And he's doing all this really great stuff. And he's got that cool bald head that everybody wants. Kind of like Randall R. Cash. And Jeff Bezos is such a good, smart, intellectual man. 
But what they're not realizing. Oh, broke her hand. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all the little people working in his factories, fulfilling his Amazon Prime orders, fulfilling one to two day shipping. They're getting paid 19 bucks an hour while that motherfucker just sits in his throne and gets to say, uh, could you package that one a little faster? Could you maybe put an extra puffy thing in there to stabilize it? I know we're trying to move the biodegradable packaging, but not today, bitch. (laughs) And then he's like, could you guys all delete TikTok off of your phone? Uh, just kidding. We accidentally sent that email out. Oh, yeah? You accidentally sent the email out, Jeff Bezos? Then why the fuck do you even have a template for it? Why'd you even write it? You can't tell people what apps to have on their phone, you know? People would, if somebody told me what app to have on my phone, they'd be like, stop having nine photo editing apps on your phone. They're all all with watermarks. (laughs) They're all shit. Pay for one and kill yourself. They'd be like, why do you have 19 fitness apps on your phone? You don't use any of them. Oh, my God. Did you see that shit? Jeff Bezos, they literally were like, sent out a company-wide email that's like, you need to delete TikTok off tiktok off your phone and you know these people are just trying to have fun they're just trying to have fun watch tiktoks and feel a little better while they're slaving away for fucking jeff bezos that pussy ass bald-headed bitch (laughs) you're that rich and you can't have biodegradable packaging lead the way motherfucker he's too busy banging that chick I'm too busy banging a lot of people, and I still got time to bring my reusable cup everywhere I go. And I got two reusable cups. And you know what? If I have to use a cup that's not reusable, I'll fucking use that bitch for a week. Oh. I'll do what I can, and then I pass it on to somebody else after I run it through the dishwasher. (laughs) I bring it to Goodwill. (laughs) Donate it. And they're like, ma'am, this is trash. And I'm like, to you. To another man, it's a treasure. Man, fuck. uh, Can you click on that article? I just really like that headline. TikTok ban. Jeff Bezos humiliated after Amazon backtracks. (laughs) I love a good headline like that. Holy shit. Why does that baby have those teeth? Oh, it's a TikTok filter. That's very scary. Those children look like they have progeria. My favorite TikTok filter is one where the eyes go (laughs) for no reason. I don't use TikTok. I see TikToks on Instagram and on Facebook. Look at Jeff Bezos, Randall R. Cash looking ass. (laughs) Randall R. Cash is much, much more attractive. Thank you. You are. Okay. We went to a very nice uh, scam website. <laughs> Best way I can say it. I was like, click on that headline. And There's it's like, so many ad, ads. Ad, 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 ad. TikTok user shares mind blowing cracker hack. <laughs> I bet it's not. I bet it's not mind blowing. Oh my God. There's just too much in the world. Some days I just want to hurl my phone 
and throw it into the, you know. The abyss? I was going to say the ocean, but we don't have them here. Into the river to pair <laughs> so I can the get it back river. out because it's dried out. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck. It's just too much. It's overwhelming. And I'll go on this yeah. social media website and scroll, 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 scroll. Go to that one and scroll, 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 scroll. Back and forth. I hate it. You know what I did yesterday? I grabbed a book called Bill Bryson's A Short History of Nearly Everything. It's like literally just short chapters, 10 pages, and it kind of builds on it. But it's like the first chapter was about the Big Bang and how the universe was formed. About 15 pages. And they put it in layman's terms, but you also learn something. I took that book. And I just went in the backyard and sat in the blazing sun with the dogs, <laughs> got some sun, got a couple tan lines, and late sat there for a little bit. It sounds like one of those books that's in the bathroom. Yeah. Bathroom was, reader. I'm going to be honest. It was good. Bryson. B-R-Y-S-O-N. Randy Googled Bill Bryce with an I, and then it brought up this cat named William Bryce, who's also a writer. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. This motherfucker. Got a lot a of books. short history of nearly everything. Yeah, it's great. Highly recommend. It's very highly uh, rated. A highly compliment? Well, I like it because it's like it does a good job of just tackling very, very um, in-depth topics and putting them into layman's terms. But you're also still learning stuff and getting like a little more science literate. Okay. So I learned about the Big Bang yesterday. And, like, in the 30s, there were these uh, two, a group of, uh, you know, cosmologists, I guess you would call them, at Princeton, and then another group of cats, I don't remember where, I think maybe, um, I, I don't know. Probably, like, Harvard. Probably, you know, something like that. Well, either way, they were, the guys at Princeton were like, listen, if the Earth or if the universe was created by the Big Bang, there has to be leftover sound, you know, like a microwave, essentially. Like, you know, the emitting rays that are still, you can hear them in space, in the universe. It has to have left a fucking sound. And they're trying to find that sound. And then these cats over here are hearing that sound. And they're like, what the fuck is this? We don't know what the sound is. And like, they didn't even know what they were looking for. So these cats over here predicted somebody would find that sound. Do you know what I'm saying? This is happening at the same time? Yes. So in like the 20s, probably, I think it was. Why didn't they join forces? Well, here's the deal. They end up, yeah, cosmic microwave background. Will you click on that? Just I love that I read this yesterday, and I'm like, I learned a lot of stuff. I know but a I can't lot of e- space. But I can't even remember, like, the fucking people. It's difficult for me to read because of my anxiety. Be, how can you be so fucking smart? Who? These people that oh, know this shit. I know. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, the guys at Princeton predicted that... Because of the way that the universe was formed, there has to be some kind of leftover sound in space from it. And that's and then, because it takes millions of years to travel? Yeah. I, well, it's like essentially you, it's, everything's expanding. And it's not that the earth is getting bigger. It's like getting further apart almost. So it's like if you were to try to travel to the edge of the universe, 
I mean, you couldn't, but it also like bends at a certain point. So, so it's, it's not a flat universe. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm Does a flat have... universer. <laughs> Wait, will you? I'm a flat. Yeah, you know, there's flat earthers. Uh, I'm a flat universer. You know, I just don't buy it. Randy, will you try to scroll down a little bit? I'm trying to see about like the discovery of it about the cosmic background. So hold on, hold on. There it is. Oh man, is that it? Yeah. Okay, so, um, oh, this was in the 40s. American cosmologist Ralph Afer first predicted the CMB, the cosmic microwave background, which is the sound from the Big Bang left over. And so he first predicted in 1948 when he was doing work with Robert Herman and George Gamow, according to NASA. The team was doing research related to Big Bang nucleosynthesis or the production of elements in the universe besides the lightest isotope of hydrogen. This type of hydrogen was created very early in the universe's history. Dude, that's a whole nother set of shit, too. Because if we didn't have the exact components of, like, hydrogen and helium, the exact ratios that we have, none of this would be able to exist. Like, oh, if the hydrogen shit. was a point, you know, point zero 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 one higher then it, things wouldn't stick together. If I mean, it's fucking crazy. And the way that, like, gravity formed... Oh, my God, I can't even... I know, it's so overwhelming. Um, okay, so both teams quickly published papers in Astrophysical Journal in 1965 with them talking about what they saw. I don't know. Um, I can't even think of before when there was nothing, because that nothing is something... Yeah. My, my my mind cannot even deal. Yeah. Well, and, and the theory is that, you know, millions of years ago, there could have been another set of the, you know, universes or something that we can't even comprehend, you know? It's wild. And not millions of years ago, probably billions of years ago. 13.8 billion years. Yeah, but why I think this story was really interesting is the guys that predicted the sound would be left over at Princeton and the other g- cats that didn't know what they found what these guys were looking for. You know what I'm saying? Holy so shit. they found what these guys were looking for, but they didn't even know what it was. The guys that accidentally found it had no idea what it was, won the Nobel Prize. And then the guys who predicted, hey, if the Big Bang is real, which they believed it is, you know, and that was their theory, there should be some kind of leftover sound in the universe from it. They predicted it, but they just couldn't find it. And they were like, we are fucking, we want to know where this is. And they coined everything. They understood what this was that these cats found. And the guys that accidentally stumbled upon it, it's like guys that are like, oh, fuck, I found a million dollars, like, in a fucking house in the walls. And they're like, I guess it's ours. (laughs) They were the ones that won the Nobel Prize. Can you imagine how mad those other guys were? They got, like, an honorable mention. They got robbed. They got fucking robbed. I bet they were so pissed. But they didn't find it, though. So they didn't know how to find it. Yeah, but they these then these cats find it and they're just like, I don't know what it is. Sounds like something funky. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like my microwave running in the background cooking popcorn. If I ain't mistaken, it sounds like my microwave when I'm cooking a hot pocket. See, listen, it's got that it's got that crisper. Sometimes it pops. You know, microwaves in this 
70s, uh, they'll burn your skin. <laughs> They're huge. When we had in the 80s was so fucking big. We had a big one when I was growing up, too, in the ni- late 90s. It was huge. It was fucking huge. Now these microwaves are so efficient and beautiful. <laughs> I look at a microwave, I want to come. <laughs> Mine's so small, I could barely fit a plate in there. Holy shit. We need better microwaves for everybody. This is a grassroots movement. This is unprecedented, and we need better microwaves. So you're telling me when the world freaking started that a fucking microwave appeared, and that's how microwaves got invented? I don't fucking believe that. I'm telling you, Dave. That's been my name today. I'm telling you, Spaghetti Noodle. Okay, I'm telling you, Mr. Spaghetti Noodle, right now. That's how the world started. Boom. All these, you know, pieces making up a microwave. The number one, number two, number three, number four. All the numbers that are on the fucking keypad. I don't get it. They blast in the space next to the door. And you know the little spinning plate? That was the one that started it all. He's spinning. Spinning all by itself in the... In the in the ocean, in the uh, open space. So what? And then the numbers glued on to this keypad. Kind of looks like a cell phone if you take it off and it's all alone. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand how a microwave can fly through space. And then that's how the universe started. I'm telling you, I don't know either. But that's how it started. Okay. So you're telling me all these numbers all of a sudden are flying through space, mm-hmm. and it's got a handle. Mm-hmm. And it's got a circular thing that spins. Not only does it have the plate, but it's also got the little, little skinny circle. You know, the thing that keeps the plate balanced. <laughs> keeps it rolling around. Keeps it rolling around in there. Okay? I know it's crazy to think. I just don't believe that's how a microwave or the universe got created. I'm I- sorry. You shouldn't be sorry. So every time you buy a microwave from a Walmart that has come from space, they've caught it. What, do they catch it in a net and then they sell it at the Walmart? Yes. How can you take something that's in space for free and then sell it in a Walmart? What are you talking about? That's what all these motherfuckers do. Every single one of them. That's like taking water from a creek and selling it in a bottled water. It's like taking water from Mr. Ozark National Spring Water's house and he bottles them up and puts them in the refrigerator for a long time and then he sells them in packs. This doesn't make any I just can't believe our universe was started by a freaking microwave. I don't know what to tell. It's in the it's in the textbook. Cosmic microwave background noise. What does that mean to you? That means to me, a microwave was in space. Somebody accidentally put it to the max setting and it exploded. So that's, that tells me that the universe is flat. Because if a microwave is flying through space and it was curved, it would go around the curve and nobody could catch it. But if it's a flat universe, then they can put the nets up and catch all the microwaves that are flying. No, 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 no. Mr. Spaghetti Noodle, you're missing the point. You think it's a flat time continuum. You're wrong because they're, they've got so many people catching these microwaves at different access points. It's like you ever been to the river and 
you can dump in at that point and then you later come back around. You get what I'm saying? You mean like when you're on a float trip? Yeah, I'm talking about a float trip. You ever been on one of those Mr. Spaghetti Noodle? I have, but I only use a raft. I don't use a canoe. That's I don't use a canoe. You think I'm some kind of cuck? (laughs) Think I'm a fucking cuck using a fucking canoe? I ain't doing the work. I'm tying on to some guy with a boat, and he don't even know I'm there. (laughs) But I'm dragging behind him. I got me and my little Coleman. My Coleman cooler. The red one? I got the oh, no, red. It's thermos. No, no, no. I got, it's, they got various colors. This specific one is orange. It doesn't have the, the handle that goes all. You know what's funny? I'm Mr. Spaghetti Noodle. I'm going to be straight with you. About three weeks ago, I went on a float trip and I couldn't figure out how to open my own Coleman. <laughs> My own Coleman. And, you know, one of my friends, the name's Sophia. They had to walk over and show me how to open it. And, they, I mean, they could have bitch slapped me. They felt like I was the stupidest motherfucker in the place. Well, you are a cuck, so. Uh, I ain't no cuck. I scream that every time I go on a float trip just to let all the cops hiding in the bushes know. <laughs> I ain't no cuck. And that keeps them off my back when I'm hanging out with underage kids drinking. (laughs) I just don't, I don't get it. But listen, I'm going to explain it to you one last time. You ever been on a flow trip? Yes. You dump in it, you drive on this bus, and the bus driver's driving way too fucking fast, driving so fast through these two-lane roads, and now these people are all, no seatbelts. No seatbelts for me, no seatbelts for the motherfucker in the front. And everyone's hopping along <laughs> on this smoke. The bus driver's smoking. He's got himself a beer in a koozie. I mean, the place is crazy. And so you're all kind of scared getting there. And then and then you get to the access point and they dump you out in this river. And then you go all the way around. And then you come back. That's how they're catching the microwaves. They got, it's like the cops catching the underage kids at the river. They got a cop there. They got a cop there, one there, all around in a circle. Boo, gotcha, bitch. You're 17. You're 17 and you're getting crunk. On a river, that's a federal crime. That's a federal crime and you just disrespected this flag that is accidentally on the ground, but it's because I got hot and I had to sit on it. I didn't mean to have it on the ground, okay? You know what I'm saying? And then boom, 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 boom. All these 17-year-olds get caught by various cops. In a circle. Now, that's how they caught the first Emerson microwave. Holy shit. I don't fucking believe it, Dave. Well, I'm you... sorry. I don't believe that's how it all started. Well, I'll send you a, a, a book. It's called Judy Bloom's First Day at School. That's not related, but it's a heartwarming story. <laughs> Judy Bloom, hey, God, it's me. Judy Bloom, are you there, God? It's me. <laughs> Ramona. Oh. Is it? I don't fucking remember. I don't read those books. I don't remember Spaghetti Noodle, but here's what I will tell you. that You know, I heard that new Babysitter's Club show on Netflix. You know what I heard? What? They're starting to teach the children in there about transgender children, and I think that's fucking great. That's great. I think you should be watching this with your family, you know? I don't have a family. I don't have a family anymore. Well, you still got your mother. 
Mother passed away. I've been what? collecting her uh, social security check for the last six months. You gotta be fucking shitting she's me. She's sitting in a chair in the living room. Looks just like she did when she was alive, but she's no longer alive. Dude, that's some Norman Bates shit. Judy Bloom, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> that's how your mom feels right now. Her name's Margaret. <laughs> God rest her soul. God rest her soul. We gotta get it cleaned out of your house, because that's <laughs> fucked up, brother. Oh, I will never, I'm never going to buy into this whole microwave started the whole I mean, you universe. can do whatever you want, but all I know is I know you got two microwaves in the house. You got one upstairs in the kitchen where your mother used to cook, <laughs> and then you got one in the basement where you stay alone. I just don't understand how a microwave start. You're telling me it started with just a freaking microwave, and now we have birds and flowers and fucking trees and people fucked up the microwave's a lot more powerful than people think some people think i don't want to use a microwave i don't want to put my food through that kind of torture you stand too close and you look in the microwave some say you get cancer i say you get a universe a flat universe no it's rounded i if you listen mr spaghetti noodle <laughs> you tell telling why me, do you keep calling me that my name's ralph because you got that stringy long hair and it's it's trying to tell everybody that it's black, but we all know you're dying it, okay? <laughs> we all know you're dying your black hair. And I've think, never dyed my hair. You're a fucking liar. Look I at, have never dyed my hair. What color's my hair? B- brown. Yeah. I'm dying it. Everybody knows that. You look close at the top, <laughs> the roots are coming through. I know you're fucking dying your hair. And you feel it. I, we all know. We all talk about it. How dare you? Yeah, we all talk about it. I bet your mother, she got gray as fuck hair and she dead and you're dead as fuck in your living room. Sitting in a lazy boy. She loves a lazy boy. Did you set her there after she passed? She passed in a chair. She passed the way she would have wanted to pass. Passed in a chair. God rest her soul. God rest her soul. Oof. You know, my mother... My mother, she passed, uh, my mother, she passed on a roller coaster. Oh, my God, Dave. No, she wasn't the one that got her head decapitated and they had to put the piece of new wood. No, 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 it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all. Although I did know the kid that happened to. Nice kid. He lost his head? Bright future. Yeah, didn't put on his fucking seatbelt. All these cucks think they cool. Think they're fucking cool. Ooh, I don't need my seatbelts. Seatbelts are for cucks. You know what's for cucks? Not strapping in on a fully powered roller coaster and standing up trying to be cool with your little penis hanging out. <laughs> Where was this world of fun? There was worlds of fun. Holy shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he my. passed away, did he? Oh, head blew clean off. It was gone. And it's the only new piece of wood on that roller coaster. I would never go on it. it. I would never go on it. I, me and my mother went on it, and she passed beautifully right next to me. Yeah, you know what I hear? In uh, Japan, they have roller coasters. You can't scream no more on them. What do you mean you can't scream no more? They said it passes the corona. You can't scream no more. That's crazy. So you, they, uh, you guys I, sit there just not smiling nothing. You can't do nothing. You just sit there. Enjoy it internally. What about that? You know, what What do they want you to do? Scream on the inside? Scream on the inside. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my I fucking look life. It, look it up, Randy. It's the truest thing. Look it up. I want to see this. 
You can't scream on a roller coaster. So what? You just hold yourself a stupid fucking <laughs> handkerchief and you hold it over? No screaming, please. <laughs> That's it? I don't want to go on a roller coaster if I can't A, scream, and B, raise my hands up on the hills. Can, you could still raise your hands up, right? You can't be, you can't be telling me that you can't raise your hands up. Yeah, you could raise your hands, but with the, it's like a instinct. When you raise your hands up, then you're going to go, Wah! that all that corona's coming out and going into back people that are behind you. This is where it's like the birds we talked about earlier. It's always good to be in the front. People in the back, they don't realize. You got the shit end of the stick. They say, I want to go on the back of the roller coaster because I want the most fun. Well, guess what? Every single person's saliva coming back, smacking you in the face. The birds that are in the front, they got the right idea. But the thing is, being in the front is tiresome, so you can't always be in the front. Sometimes you got to be in the back or the middle. I mean, the middle, I'm going to say the worst part's going to be the worst, worst spot in the whole world is going to be in the back, and that's where my mother was when she died. Oh, God rest her soul. Oh, she's God still on there? Yeah, she's, they just leave her there? <laughs> they just left her on because I screamed all night long. They had to shut the roller coaster down. Mother! The 16, Mother! The 16-year-old kid still jacking off. He couldn't even, he's over there screaming. That kid passed away? The kid passed away. Oh, God. God rest his soul. <clears throat> God rest his soul, that poor kid. Poor kid's gone. I miss my mother every day. God rest his soul. Please scream inside your heart. That's what this says. I can't I'm screaming scream. in my heart all fucking day long. That's what I'm fucking saying. I got heart problems. You want me to scream inside my fucking heart? I take blood thinners. Coumadin. Fucking taking blood. Congestive heart failure runs in my family. You think, you serious? You want me to fucking scream inside my heart? Here's what I say. They're fucking discriminating against people with heart conditions. You got a heart condition too. I've seen how much pasta you eat. (laughs) Is that why you call me spaghetti? (laughs) I prefer a fettuccine. Okay, fine. Wait, you you can't just change your nickname. I've been calling you for 10 years and you question it all the time. All of a sudden, I'm going to start calling you Fettuccini. The boys are going to be confused. Everybody's going to be confused. They're going to be like, who's Fettuccini? Is that that small little cuck that lives down the street? <laughs> They're going to be confused when you tell them the freaking universe started with the microwave. They're not going to take it as well as I did, Dave. Here's the upsetting part, <laughs> Mr. Spaghetti Noodle Fettuccini boy. They already on board. I'm, we knew this was going to be Rufus is on board? Rufus gets it. Rufus bought six microwaves after I told him. Oh. Didn't have one microwave. So amazed. Bought six microwaves, and he bought a hamster wheel, a big life-size <laughs> one, because he believes that the, the space is round. I'm telling you, Rufus is Jesus on board. Christ. The greatest part, too, about Rufus, nobody gives him enough credit. No heart failure in his, his downline. So he screams in his heart all fucking day long. Oh, God, I see him all the time. It's, that's why his face is so red. And it's not its not because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> you ever see an alcoholic, the face and the nose is so red, and you're like, what's going on, brother? You got to tone it down. You have six glasses of wine with dinner, not ten. Piece of shit. No, you know, you're saying he should have six? Yeah. Six is an acceptable... That's fine. That's fine. That's a bottle and a half. Holy shit. And that's with dinner. Some nights you don't eat dinner. If you're not eating dinner, you don't get to have the wine. It's simple, Mrs. Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs>
So I'm going to pee in my actual pants. I don't know. This is, uh, <laughs> that was one of the most fun accents we got to do. <laughs> I love it. Once I got into it, I was like, I'm rolling. <laughs> it took me a minute to find my place. But once I got in, I li- I settled in. I was like, my the kind of guy that I am when I was talking like that, I've got a nice button-up shirt, and it's busting at the seams, you know? <laughs> got a couple stains on it. A couple stains, but it's that, that means you're a man that ate dinner. And they're not from that day. They're from some other day. Sure. That was really nice. If that's not improv, I don't know what is. See how cool and calm I'm leaning back in my chair? That's how you know I'm like, chill out, Mr. Spaghetti Noodle. That's the stupidest fucking nickname I could have given you. Oh, I want to go because I have to go pee. Get off. But I also want to talk about, just for one second, tell everybody to watch Mucho Mucho Amor on Netflix. Okay. It's so good. It's a documentary about a beloved astrologer. Uh, and that was uh, broadcasted on um, Spanish-speaking channels, mm-hmm. like in the 80s and 90s. Okay. And Love it. And he is fabulous. I can't wait. Mucho, mucho amor. Mucho, mucho amor. Okay, well, here's, uh, I'm very excited to watch it. We'll watch it. Here's my um, my addition to uh, the show recommendations i watched a phenomenal documentary on disney plus about arctic wolves three-parter and it was phenomenal did any of them get eaten um no they actually didn't oh good no there wasn't any of that so cute it was it was so good because these wolves are live in a totally remote area there is no human that lives out there oh in like uh, 800 miles. So this National Geographic Explorer goes there and tries to document them. And it's very cool because these wolves don't really see a human as a threat. So they like let him in. Oh, It's sick as fuck. Three episodes worth every minute. It's worth every minute. I'm telling you, <laughs> these fucking wolves, they just, they're so fucking amazing. You just got to watch them. You got to watch them. You cannot watch them. I watched the uh, seven or eight, 13 part. Uh, making a frozen two. So, I'm sorry. Is there a documentary on that? You watched that? I watched it. Was it good? It was good. Wow, my kids love it. <laughs> I bet they'd like that. My kids passed away, so they didn't get to. Dude, watch it. I think every motherfucker in your life has passed away, Mister <laughs> Spaghetti Noodle. I mean, pretty soon you're going to pass away, and I'm going to be here saying, Mr. Spaghetti Noodle, God rest his soul, every time I make a bowl of spaghetti. It's fucking sad. You're putting spaghetti in a fucking bowl, Dave? Yeah, put it in a fucking bowl. So what? Okay. That's what you do when you eat in bed. You're going to eat on a fucking plate when you're sitting eating on bed? No, a bowl, <laughs> a bowl keeps it all in, you dumb cuck. Yeah. Yeah. See what I'm saying? <laughs> That woman, Ashley Gay, knows what's up. You need to go to the restroom. So Everybody bad. watch the Arctic Wolves documentary on Disney+. Plus. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. You're going to learn so much. You're going to learn about your life, your livelihood, who you are, who you should be. God rest his soul, everybody. Thanks, Randall. Uh, thanks, Randall. We love y'all. Enjoy. Mwah. Mm-hmm. Mucho, mucho amor in Arctic Wolves. Cut. <laughs> Oh, he's doing a whole <laughs>
that was a long tooth. 